the fabulous Natalie. Joining me is the notorious Ricky Lee. And we're on this frequency brought to you by the Rose City Sound Podcast Network, where we talk about being a unique human in the universe and everything that comes with it. Let's get started. Enjoy. <laughs> First of all, I just want to announce that that was our official introduction and we're fucking killing it. Hey, we're trying. We're Ricky, doing Bartley, it. and I, we're just the shit. The trio of strength. So, <laughs> um, so in the last episode, um, which is officially titled To Be or Not To Be With Jin. <laughs> That's appropriate. I thought so. That's appropriate. So, if y'all haven't listened to it yet, um, check it out. It's the latest episode or the episode before this one. And, um, you know, a lot was said. But what stuck out to me the most, um, there's a little snippet. For the record, a lot was said under the influence. It was, which is why it was with Jin. Yes. So, <laughs> um there's a little snippet where we briefly talk about physical appearances, the importance of physical appearances and the limits that we have, you know, and, you know, DJ Severe said something like, if I get with you and you're this weight and then you blow up, I don't know if he said that he was going to leave or like he like that wasn't. It, it was more him. geared to, like, being consistent. Yeah. Like, the consistency right. of it. My feelings got all hurt and was like, so you <laughs> mean that if I'm going to gain a little bit of weight, you're going to leave me? Like, you're not going to like me anymore? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I think a lot of men are like that, though. Like, I remember the, um, I'll say, said person I was with that I had three children with. There was right. a time where, like, I gained weight. Yeah, he, he would not hold my hand in public. He was like, "No." Oh my god! So that for me, that wasn't shocking to hear at all, like at all whatsoever, because I've been around men who are very, like, physically vain and needy in that regard, where that's important. That's some bullshit, though. <laughs> right? That's what big. That's what Big Brother Jake was saying too. Like he likes a thick woman, but again, it goes back to preference. Like there are men who don't like you know skin and bones, right? And, Okay, it's then you better, you better not gain any weight in the, in the time of the relationship <laughs> either. Like, I think we just have to be compassionate to the human body. You know, you fluctuate, yeah. times change, comfort levels. You know, you adapt to what's around you. Stress levels have a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that in the end, I mean, just being healthy is probably the most important thing. Absolutely. I mean, but I'm with the bullshit thing because it's kind of like... I agree. And um, and I feel that we're already pressured here in Southern California to look a certain way. Mm. And so when he said that, I just thought like, man, you know, society has us all fucked, fucked up. up. Yes. Amen. Because I can't help but think like just in on a regular day, like, oh, my gosh, these pants don't fit me anymore. And I need to fit into these pants. Right. I cannot be gaining any more weight. This is a size two and I can only fit into size two pants. You're a size two? Two and four. But but to my (laughs) point is like, I'm mortified of like, oh, my gosh, am I going to, am I needing a six? Am I going to need a six soon? And I think that like how you said, you know, life, it happens. You, you age, your body changes and I don't think we should be caught up in 
oh my God, I'm not a size four or a size six or anymore. Or physical appearances or how you look or how you dress. Exactly. It is my, are, are now my pants too, um, too tight? Are my shorts too short? Right. Or can I go to this corporate meeting wearing joggers, even though they look cute? Is it yeah. appropriate? Right, right. There was right. this whole dilemma at work where we couldn't wear leggings or yoga pants. It was mm. like, do not. That's so unprofessional. Mm. But how is that? <laughs> and I get the, the physical part of it, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not going to change what's going to come out of my mouth. Right. What I'm wearing is not going to change. What I'm about to present to you and sell to you, yeah. it's not going to change. It's going to yeah. sound the same yeah. with the same conviction. And it ultimately doesn't matter what we wear, right? Like, because, okay, so now I'm shifting gears a little bit into thinking like how I must look when I'm wearing a certain outfit and what I'm attracting. Because we get into this whole thing of like, what do you mean what you're attracting? Yeah. So, you know how like, okay, not to get too deep into this, but when we see cases of of, of rape, right? Mm. And then they'll always ask like, well, what were you wearing? Yes. Case. I was going to wait because it looked <laughs> like you were about to say something. It's called victim shaming. Oh, okay. Thank you, Bartley. Because victim shaming. The, the first thing they go for is they, they always try to blame the victim. Like, what were you doing to cause yourself to be raped? Right. Uh, what were you wearing? What, what were you putting out to your attacker to... Okay. To attract Quote, them, unquote, right? invite them. <laughs> Red carpet. Right. Yeah. So, it's yeah. It's victim shaming. It, okay, got it. And they do it, it all the time, and it's bullshit. So, it, absolutely. Let me tell you the additional layer of bullshit that exists with that. So, Alina, my middle child, she's 19 now. Mm -hmm. Beautiful body, athletic, mm -hmm. confident kid. Mm -hmm. um, she would, I remember coming home one day, she was going to go out. Actually, you know what? This started for her 18th birthday. Her aunts were going to take her out to a club. Yeah. So, she was wearing a cute little dress. It was nothing bad. It was just a cute fitted dress. Yeah. Nice, you know, heels. And I'm like, okay, right? And as a parent, I was like, you know, she looks good. And I was right. worried, like, okay, this is going to be her first club experience. Yeah. Like, this is not going to go well. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? So she comes home, and she's like, Mama. Yeah. She was like, everybody was trying to rub up on me and dance. And I was like, yeah. You know, I was just, I was listening. Yeah. I was just like, right. That's a part of the experience. Like, it sucks. Yeah. But that's a club environment, right? Right. So fast forward, like, four weeks later, I come home, and she's wearing, like, a crop top. And mm -hmm. some jeans. And we're going to go to the store. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are you going to change? Mm -hmm. She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you're going to go with me to the store? Like, oh, like I got my ass handed to me. <laughs> you're body shaming me. Yeah. Why are you putting me down for what I'm, what's wrong with what I'm wearing? And right. da, 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 da. And I was like, okay. I said, I'm not trying to body shame you. And that's a term that I wasn't familiar with at all. Like, I wasn't yeah. really in tune with what that meant. Mm -hmm. So I tried to make it a point to her and say, like, listen, that's cool. You want to roll out like this? Yeah. Don't come home and be like, oh, so-and-so was hollering at me. Or so-and-so was catcalling me. Or yeah. so-and-so. I don't want to hear it. Because you're going out dressed like that. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to get. Yeah. So as long as you can go out dressed like that and own it and not be phased right. by what you're going to receive as a result, right. I'm good. Right. I don't want to hear it from you. 
But now as you're explaining victim shaming, now I feel like a dick. Like, not only am I body shaming my kid, right. I'm also now victim shaming her. Right. But I just want her to understand the realities of being a beautiful woman dressing as you want to dress. Yeah. Because you're going to get attention. Right. And there's no way you can stop it. This you're, is going to happen. I, sorry, I want to chime in again. Yes. Um, you're not victim shaming her, but you, you, you have to let her know what she's presenting mm-hmm. and how it could lead her to becoming a victim. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to draw attention, and it might not be wanted attention, and mm-hmm. you might not be able to handle it. Right. Kind of thing. right. So you need to be careful. That's it. You might not be able to handle it. Right. That's right. it. And, and Alina's very sensitive. Like, she's, mm-hmm. she's a Pisces. Is she mm-hmm. Pisces? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, she gets very emotional about things. And honestly, that's all I was thinking about. Like, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, okay, if she came home from the club and was in tears, yeah. like, <laughs> then... <sighs> You're just trying to save her from a that's bad experience. That's all. Because the reality is that she follows you around everywhere. Like, oh, yeah. It's inevitable for that to happen. Right. On the flip side of that, I also didn't want her to feel bad about her body. I also wanted her to mm-hmm. feel comfortable and confident when she's going out because I'm the polar opposite. Yeah. I'm always covered up. I'm always like not necessarily showing too much. And I remember mm-hmm. um, a couple of years ago, there was a Christmas party that I was going to with my girlfriend, Rita. It uh-huh. was her company party. She's like, let's go. Yeah. And I had this beautiful yellow dress. Yeah. And it showed a lot of cleavage. And I was like, oh, God, no. Yeah. I was out trying to find like an undershirt yeah. or a different type of bralette. Like, I just didn't want to. And my girls are like, what's wrong? Yeah. And I was like, no, oh, this is too much. Like, I don't know these people. And she's like. Uh, but you look fine you look and it's great. not like, like it's it, overly revealing it's not, or anything. But for me, it was super revealing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it was just, because it's not what I, how I normally present myself, right? Right. So here are my teenage daughters telling me like, you look beautiful. You have a beautiful body. Like don't be ashamed of it. Like right. have a good time. Feel it out. I was so uncomfortable. But yeah. I was really trying to channel that in, <laughs> right. you know? Right. And I'm there and all these other women have their titties all hanging out like Ashley and I'm like conservative yeah yeah but again like when that happened I did get a lot of attention right yeah you do have dudes that are looking at you and they're doing all of that and people sliding into your dms and I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable with that yeah I don't I don't want you to hit me up no my titties are hanging out right right and so quite the opposite in a scenario that I've had and just to show you that it really doesn't matter what you're wearing. Right. As per usual, I'm in my apartment complex walking <laughs> Jorge the dog. And, um, you know, I'm just minding my own business. My outfit, I'm pretty sure you can mistake me for a boy at this point. Because <laughs> I was wearing a baseball hat, an oversized t-shirt, baggy pants, tennis shoes, and just Really tomboy of me, right? And I'm walking on him, minding my business. Was your and, hair up or down? Um, it was down in a braid because I was wearing a hat. So With a braid, though. Yeah. And you could see how long your braid was. Yeah, sure. Okay. And so, so I'm walking on him, and I hear over my head, Hey, girl. <laughs> and I'm looking. I'm like, what the? Who is calling me? <laughs> calling me. The apartment neighbor in the second story is looking at me from his window <laughs> and is like, hey, hey you're girl, beautiful. Hey. And I'm like, what? No. And I'm, I'm really embarrassed also. And 
I just like, okay, Jorge, come on, hurry up. Stop sniffing right here. Just keep walking, keep walking. Because I just, I don't want that kind of attention. See, and I'm not looking for it either. That is so weird. Mm-hmm. Because if that would have been me, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, oh my God, thank you. Have <laughs> no. a good day. No. Totally, no, no, no. completely different setting. I would have welcomed that. Like, thank yeah. you. No. That's I crazy. I was completely like, okay. And then I just kept walking. Like, right, <laughs> like, stop like, peeing here. Let's yeah, go. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it doesn't matter. Is it because you felt like you weren't dressed to your best or? Mm. No, I also, I felt uncomfortable because I live there. And then I'm like, okay. you're like, I have man's to watch person well, maybe, again. Yes, because, mm-hmm. ah, that's what it is. You mm-hmm. might know where you live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. It's awkward. Yeah. But then at least you know. Imagine if you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Mm. I don't you were know, being stalked. Oh, God. At least he's letting you know. Yeah. I'm watching you. Well, luckily he lives like in another building, like kind of opposite of me. So I don't really have to worry about it. But it's a thing. Like it's now like, look at how we're concerned. Like, oh shit, he lives in this building. I live over here. It was this time. Da, 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 da. But. Well, now I feel weird because the neighbor across the street, mm-hmm. like a thousand years ago when my Aunt Rosie and my Aunt Martha were still like in the neighborhoods, like mm-hmm. he Used, I don't even know what happened to this neighbor, but he was a good-looking neighbor. And we were yeah. always what, like, oh, the neighbor's we're here. We're watching. <laughs> hey, neighbor. Oh, my gosh. It's different. Yeah. It, right? It's totally different. We had no totally shame different. walking outside. And All I of a mean, sudden, the trash needs to come out. I guess, okay, look. I guess if at this point, <laughs> at this point, if I was looking for my neighbor and I wanted to spark a conversation, then I'm going to hang out in this spot with Jorge, like, hey, neighbor, but I was totally not looking. But I could totally see your hands, because I would oh, probably yeah. be all up in there, too, like, hey, neighbor, hey. Yes. Is that your dog? Yeah. I think we've all pulled out the trash can move. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Yes, I am with that. But what, it, so, so where are we at with this now? How do you, how do you feel... So do you show more skin now? Now, like, so you oh. said that you gave this example of this dress. Oh, yes. But, okay, so I was trying to, when Alina and I were going back and forth, like, why am I, you know, like this? Mm-hmm. I was trying to explain to her, like, growing up, I was naturally a tomboy. Yeah. But I clean up really sharp. Yeah. I clean up well. Yeah. But my parents, like, my dad was always really, like, always kind of influencing me more towards the realm of the the beauty and the ability of the mind and your words and how you can seduce people in that way yeah. versus physically. Yeah. And the the culture that he exposed me to was more focused on the arts. Mm. So there's a quirkiness to me in that regard, right? Yeah. Where I'm not necessarily Again, on the vanity side of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then my mom was always just like, you know, just cover up in general. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't show too, very, very mm-hmm. conservative. Mm-hmm. So, and my mom would always kind of make commentary to like, why are you wearing that? Uh, well, why are you doing, you know? So I was always really insecure about that. Like, yeah. oh my God. So re- I've been working on this body shaming thing. So this weekend, <laughs> and, and my mom, my girls will come out, you know, we're at home. Yeah, the girls will come out wearing, you know, their sweats and like a sports bra. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, recently, like maybe like two or three weeks ago, Severe and I did a party in Pasadena. There's a bunch of youngsters, right? Yeah. They showed, 21 year olds, showed up wearing sweatpants and sports bras. Yeah. Looking cute as hell. Yeah. I was like, this is cute. Yeah. Right. 
very Tiana Taylor. Mm. So my girls hang out like that here. Mm -hmm. So I decided yesterday, <laughs> right? It was hot. And my mom wanted some help, you know, repotting some roses and then painting the, the, the wall that we have in the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> so I walk out. I'm wearing my, my leggings and a sports bra. Oh. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm going to challenge this. Yeah. Yeah. It's hot. Yeah. I'm going to paint this. Yeah. My mom was like, what are you doing? Wait, hold on. Were you wearing pant leggings or short leggings? Like shorts or pants? Oh, definitely not shorts. Okay, we're wearing pants. Pant okay, okay, okay. But tight They're and short then... Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Shorts. Biker uh -huh. shorts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. Okay. I want to be, though. Okay, well, enough to, like, <laughs> strike a conversation with your mom. So what did she say? Oh, yeah, because she's like, ponte algo? Put something... Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Right? I'm like, it's Some hot. Yeah. yeah, it's hot. I'm going to help you paint. <laughs> and she's trying. Yeah. She's trying. Well, like, yeah. This she's is genuine. She's looking at me like all sideways, but at the same time, like, <laughs> okay, here, let me hold this rose bush so that you can oh get behind gosh. there and paint this. You know, um, so with my parents, it, my dad definitely, like, I was the boy he never had. Ah. And so I dressed very, like, t-shirts, shorts, pants, and just nothing girly at all. Right. But my mom liked to put me in dresses, so there was a, a good mix. Contrast. But, like, as I got older, and even still now, my mom will always tell me, but Natalie, you're just so tall and thin. You could wear everything. And that was, like, the narrative all the time. Natalie, you could wear whatever you want, and you could always wear this. How come you don't wear it? Mm. How come you don't wear the dresses? Ay, y si yo tuviera un cuerpo así... Me, podría, me pondría las blusitas, like, I'm going to put on these small shirts and this cute, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, she just would go on and on about if she had my body, right? Right. But that equally made me super insecure about my I've body. I never thought that. Yes. So I'm always like, oh, my gosh, it, this is too, do I, and in the way of, like, do I look right? Why am I wearing this? Should I be wearing something else? So I'm always um, second guessing my outfit and the way I look in this said outfit. Okay. So I'm working on that. I'm working on like, I'm just going to wear the small dress or. Okay. Because I ended up being very conservative in my dress. I love your style of dress, by the way. Thanks, girl. Because you have various styles. Thank you. You clean up very well. You pull off the tomboy look classic your sporty spice it's just it works and all i of guess it. and that was the blend of my parents right my mom wanting me to you know have the glamorous outfit and then my dad wanted me to dress yeah. like a complete soccer player <laughs> so <laughs> so um but it's funny that you mentioned your uh, sports bra experience so like you i'm at home and you know i'm comfortable <laughs> in my home so i'm walking around in my sports bra and in my shorts and I'm watering my plants, you know, I'm, I'm painting the scene here. And Mike's looking at me like, oh, my God, Natalie, put some clothes on. The neighbors are going to see you. This is your husband in your home, though. Right. And I'm like, bro, we live in the third floor and everyone does not come outside. Nobody is looking at their through. Well, I hope no one's. Well, all the other neighbors. All the other I hope that all the other neighbors around me aren't peeking through their window and, and looking into mine. And what about when you wear a bathing suit? Right. Like, hello. Yeah. But then I'm at the pool, you know. <laughs> and so now what do I do? Yeah, <laughs> but do. I think it's just, I don't, I don't, there's all these double standards. And it's almost like, well, how come guys can walk around in there, you know, without a t-shirt, but we can't? 
So. <laughs> sorry, we have a rule in our house that you can just wear whatever makes you comfortable. So if my wife wants to strut around in a sports bra and leggings, I guess You do that. Yeah, I if like I that. If I want to, you know, not wear a shirt and just wear, like, some some basketball or shorts or whatever. Oh, you said Speedos. <laughs> I can't go there, but, I mean. You know, whatever, already walking around with Speedos. Whatever makes me comfortable, then yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah, for sure. I Speedos like that. or not, whatever. I like that. Whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be, like, if you're at home, Ricky, yeah. you should be comfortable. And Natalie, if you're at home, you should be comfortable. I Hell, agree. yeah, I want to be comfortable as fuck. But to go back to what you were saying about your, your, like, what you heard growing up, like, from your mom, that you're tall and you're skinny and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, my Aunt Martha, she's six years, um, wait, I'm in the middle. So, it was my Aunt Rosie, mm-hmm. and then my Aunt Martha was six years younger than her, and then it was me six years younger than my Aunt Martha. Yeah. We kind of grew up like sisters, right? Mm-hmm. We're all kind of close in age. Mm-hmm. So, my Aunt Rosie was short and heavy set. Mm-hmm. And my Aunt Martha was the complete opposite, like tall, and super skinny. And then I'm like right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> like, but my Aunt Martha and I married brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I used to always hear um, our mutual in-laws talk mm-hmm. about her. And they would be like, oh, es que la Marta es como una mona de porcelana. How do you, porcelain? I don't know how to say oh, it. Oh, yeah. Porcelain. Say yeah. Like they would describe her as like this. Porcelain skin. Porcelain skin, beautiful, tall, sleek, you know. Yeah. And I was, and then it, there was me, you know. <laughs> so I always had that, like. Well, like, because they weren't talking um, about you in the same context or, no. or, or you don't know if at all or like, but they were regarding her as like, yeah. ooh, look at this. Like, this is tall. the human form of perfection, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it always like, you know, it kind of leaves an impression on you a it little does. bit like you're kind of like oh and ironically like my aunt martha is a very uh, simple human being like she's very original in her own style and mm. she's very s- sleek and minimalist mm. when it comes to fashion and her dress yeah, yeah like yeah. she's she's not in any way like exotically showcasing yeah those features that they very much wanted to live vicariously through her right <laughs> you know right right so it's right. always like shut the fuck up people <laughs> if that's the life that you want to live then you do it stop right. projecting on other people exactly and, and then people that take projection like me like yeah poor me yeah. stop with, right put your fucking boundaries up right right he's close we don't, we don't i don't think we even know that we're doing it that no. we do it to each other no we don't <laughs> We don't. We're just, we're all fucked. So I'm trying to, you know, get myself on this wellness plan with the discussion that we were talking about on the previous show about celibacy and like Mm -hmm. self-love and trying to Mm -hmm. get myself on a path of physical wellness, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm, I want to eat better. I want to exercise, right? Like Mm -hmm. I want to. Music to my ears. Yeah. I want to feel good about my body. Yeah. That's my goal. Yeah. It's not initially. I think superficially, I did initially. I was like, well, yeah, I want to lose weight because I want to fit back into my clothes. Yeah. But honestly, I just want to sleep better. I want to feel good. I want to have endurance. So if I want to run or exercise or do whatever, like, I just want to feel good. I want to breathe right. I want a healthy gut. Like, all of those things is really, really what I want. So I started, I joined um, the Legaspis. They have Nicole, Nikki, who's like this, like, just a beast like yeah. this girl like 
I saw that she was like on a 75-day yes. fitness, no alcohol No diet alcohol. She's type. working out. She was reading. Like it's an entire like program to kind of really like, you know, help you get it. So I joined the group. Oh, good for yeah. you. So like every day everybody works out and they send pictures of their workout or whatever it is oh, that they're nice. doing. So it's kind of an accountability thing is oh, what I'm learning. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. My only, my only like, not reservation, but there's this term that's used and it always makes mm. me feel funny when I hear it. And yeah. it reminded me of this other word. Like when people say like, you're a badass bitch or you're a bot, what is, boss, boss bitch, whatever. Bitch, yeah. Or chingon, I despise with a passion hearing the term like just chingona alone yeah i just it it resonates me in a way that i can't relate to that those were not words that i heard growing up right those were not reinforcing terms yeah that my family would use to encourage me to do something right when i heard those terms it was not to reference something positive right and i understand the generation and the narrative behind it now to let's spin it into something positive. But there's but a it's shit and ton of other words you could fucking use. Right, right. And I, I don't think I've actually... I, I, that doesn't apply here. I've never actually heard anyone use it. Use what? The chingona? word chingona. I've oh my never God. heard it. You know how many... Or maybe like the people that I hang out with like don't use that word. I've heard it. In an extended network of people that, you know, like I know or they'll talk like that. But yeah. in pop culture, uh. in pop culture alone, like if you if you look at a lot of uh, social media accounts, a lot mm. of from female Latinas that are leading, mm. they're using that term. And they're uh. using that term. Again, I get it. They want to spin the narrative. Yeah. So that it's something positive. Well, it's like bad bitch some- in Spanish. Right. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Bad bitch is synonymous with chingona. Yeah. They're the same thing. Yeah. Right? So in my mind, I'm like, all right, well, you can't complain about something without having a solution. Yeah. So I thought in my mind, well, what did I hear growing up? Yeah. What was the term that I... And the first voice I heard in my head was my grandfather. Mm-hmm. My paternal grandfather, my abuchui. Shouts out to abuchui because he watches all of our stuff. He would always... When I would walk into a room or he knew that I did something really good, he'd say, Ahí viene la campeona. There it is. There it is. There it is. That's the solution. So then you're going to change the narrative. And we're going to start by having merch for on this frequency. And like I'm going to be the shirt. Cause I'm gonna t- but let me tell you why I'm hesitant about that. I feel like if I ever made any kind of public statement that said that, like the entire Latina community would come after my throat. I'm sorry. You just did. So the entire <laughs> Latina community is about to come for you. But you know what? No, I don't think they should. I think it's something that we should all think about because how are you presenting this? Is this something that you, like, you really feel cool about saying this word chingona like that? You're really telling your kids, like, what a chingona you are? People are saying that. Oh, fuck. I- yeah, I guess, yeah, you're right because you hear it all the time. Well, you're a bad bitch. Um, Noelle from Shop Me Vida, I remember um, going into her shop one day and we were talking about, you know, the merch, and she has a shirt that says Shingona, and it's a good seller, you know? Mm. That's why I'm like, mm. again, changing the narrative. Like, Chingona. I just, Ricky, I you're just, Chingona. It, no, no. <laughs> if you ever want to tell me anything to get under my skin. What's up, Chingona? Say that. Oh, God. Even saying it out of my mouth sounds really... I 100%. I can feel, no. I can feel right now the oh. female leading Latina voices that is not- on my back. 
No, that's not in my vocabulary, and it won't be in yours. And it shouldn't. I don't. Yeah, I guess there's. I have mixed know, feelings about it. Like that. That I guess the moral of the story is that it, it just sells. Right, and I and again, I'm I'm I understand the need to change the narrative behind that. I mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other words in our vocabulary. Oh, well, you know, it's part of being a feminist, I yeah. guess. And a part of just, you know, having your own message. Shout yeah. out to Abuchui for calling me a campeona growing up. Yeah, because <laughs> love now that. we can use that. Yeah. We can totally use that. And we can tell that to our kids. Yeah. And I just tell my kids they're dope. Like, you're dope. You know what? You're cool. I like you. I like that. I like that. I think about Lisa Simpson. What about Lisa Simpson? I don't know. Just her whole being. <laughs> she, w- she wouldn't use the word. Chingona. Or badass bitch. No. Bad bitch. What would she Lisa wouldn't. Simpson use? You know what? I forgot about Lisa Simpson. I, I love She's Lisa Simpson. She's one of my favorite people. I actually, um, I'm going to, I'm, I'm planning on getting a Lisa Simpson tattoo. You're joking. No, I swear. Why? Because she's a bad bitch. No, but she would never use that for herself. She wouldn't. She okay, wouldn't. so then, uh, hold on. So, my you, you see yourself in Lisa Simpson? Yes. I could see that. A thousand percent. Lisa Simpson is just everything is she, is a feminist your, should be. Is she your alter ego? She is. Interesting. So, so my, um, the tattoo I'm going to get, it's going to be her meditating. <laughs> Super That's, cute. I'm excited. Anyway, so. Wow. More to come. I just learned something about yeah, you. Yeah, you have to watch Lisa, Lisa, Lisa Simpson. The Simpsons. I, I mean, I grew again. up watching The Simpsons, yeah, but know. now I'm yeah. going to watch it differently. Go back. Yeah, go back and pay attention to all of her. Are The Simpsons on Netflix? No, they're on Disney+. Disney+. Plus. Plus. Yeah. Disney+. Plus. Disney owns everything. I know. And you know what? I Ridiculous. We actually, um, have, we've been watching. So since Disney Plus came out, Mike and I have been watching The Simpsons in its entirety since it started. <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. You absolutely should. And so the most recent, um, we're in the last season that has aired. How many total seasons? There's 31. Well, there's 31 on Disney Plus, as far as I know. And so we're on season 31, and it's so relevant. Everything that that they show and whatever the episode's about is completely current to the times and um you have to watch all of it It, it's i'm going to it's because i grew up on that it's been a while though yeah it's crazy how they predict a lot of things yeah they put shit in their shows like like 10 years ago that's like comes true and you're just like what the fuck yeah the recently there was an episode where lisa simpson became president and this episode came out in 2010 so she becomes president and she goes I have to become president now, and I have to undo all of the shit that Trump did. Stop it. Yes, and obviously she didn't say the word shit, but she basically said, I have to go and do everything that Trump did as a president. Yes, They they predicted Trump being president. Yes, yes, and in that. Which was mind-blowing. Nobody nobody saw that coming. Who are the writers? their names but they're in I, there. I'll look it up right now because yeah. yeah. that's insane yeah because it's the writers it, it really is they're really in tune with oh they were fedangling with the people the that be yeah interesting Hell yeah so um, interesting so fucking Lisa Simpson She's a yeah but let me ask you something do you imagine Lisa Simpson walking around here with a sports bra and leggings <laughs> 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 maybe you are Lisa so. Simpson's alter ego yeah mm. or, yeah <laughs> she would. Lisa Simpson would. Oh my gosh. And then there's this episode where Marge, 
uh, March goes to Portland. And more than ever, I'm like, I need to move to Portland immediately. Immediately. Why do you love Portland? I love, I've never been to Portland, but I've been to Washington, and I love Washington. What do you like Washington? Oh, God. The people? Uh, the food? The food's delicious. The brewery? The breweries, yes. We got the names of the So writers. The Simpsons was created by Matt Groening. Right. And it was developed Groening. by James Brooks, Matt Groening, and Sam Simpson. Well, Sam Matt Simpson. Groening and Sam Simpson and the other one. They're geniuses. Mm. Do they make any other shows? They were frolicking oh. with the right people. Yeah. That's interesting. Matt Groening also makes uh, Futurama. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, Disenchantment and Life in Hell. Uh, okay, all in the same kind of genre. Of, of Futurama is great, too, by the way. I've, you yeah. know, I've ne- I never got into Futurama. I got to check that out. It's so funny. I'm going to check that There's out. There's some episodes where Futurama shows up in the Simpsons episode. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You just got to watch the Simpsons, girl. Let's have Simpsons nights. That's fine. And oh, we yeah. can have a whole Simpsons episode. Mm. In addition to why you want to move to Portland episode. Mm. Which, have you watched Portlandia? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> no, so Everything on. in Portlandia. Is true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. To the team. So, I don't understand so how good. you liked Portlandia, but you did not like Masters of None. Oh, oh, wait. So another episode on this frequency that we need to do is Masters of None, the third season. The third season is about love. And I saw the first episode. Moments in love. Moments in love. Yes, yes. I've already watched all the episodes. Oh, my gosh. Lena. Lena. She's the writer with the Z's and so That shit is wild. Okay. Uh, One of our next episodes has to be about Masters of None. But. Before we have that episode, and this is actually something I seriously wanted to bring up to you. So, one of the topics that you and I had considered talking about was sexual harassment, right? Mm. Like, just what would have been our experiences mm-hmm. in sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari did created wrote Masters of None. Mm-hmm. When the whole Me Too movement was coming out and everybody in the world Oh, they were after was, him, no? They were after him. He had, he had a situation yeah. that happened with him. Yeah. I would like to propose that we do an episode on what exactly happened to him. And without giving it all away here. Okay. When I learned about his story, mm-hmm. I actually picked up the phone and called my brother, called my dad. And I was like, oh my God, did this ever happen to you? Because no. it was something so relatable that I thought this could happen to anyone in my family. And as a result of what happened to Aziz Ansari, he lost his show on Netflix, mm-hmm. right? Like something went down and it yeah. was just like he was on that path. Right. So moments in love came as a result of the partnership that Aziz Ansari has with Lena White, mm. who it writes moments, moments in, love. in love and uh, stars in it as well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely want to talk about that subject and how, you know, we're affected by that and then dive into... To, Moments in Love, okay, which so, is an well, outstanding, hands down, and v- a much very different experience than Masters of None. Yeah, um, yeah, because I, I know we talked about like Masters of None, and I was like, no, yes. this shit is not for me. Mike tried to show it to me when it had first came out, and I was like, this is yes. not my shit like, at all. Uh, I loved it. I couldn't get into it. But I'm then, a fan of Aziz Ansari, though. And he's good, but just this this was not it for me. And so when this came out, I was like, moments in love. I tuned into the first episode and let it play into the second. And I was like, okay, I need to stop this now because this is getting good and I'm missing the whole thing because I was kind of playing it in the background. Right. So now I have to tune in. So, so let me tell you, 
I knock out now pretty early from mm. sleep. Mm. Um, I knocked out, I think it was three, like three chapters of it. Because they dive into, which is another episode we could also talk about, um, miscarriages mm. and um, in vitro fertilization. Yeah. As a woman, the way that they expressed that story, I did not go to sleep because oh, I, was, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I, I was left speechless and mm-hmm. they did such a beautiful job. Uh, a really, really incredible job expressing that story. Okay. So you, so we just here we we have all three next episodes. Like yeah, up. yeah. Masters of None series are sexual men, harassment. Our men's the Me Too movement is going to be coming to yes. an end, and we'll Master- lead into that. Yes. Okay. Cool. Mm. I'm I'm with it a thousand percent. So. All right. Cool. Well, then that's our show. Any yeah. any last closing thoughts we want to add? Closing thoughts. I appreciate you all. I appreciate everyone here yeah. at Real City Sounds. So, all right. Well, increase the peace, y'all. See you soon. Shout out to everyone who joined us. Thank you so much. I am Ricky Limota, a.k.a. Buenaventura. And it's a pleasure to be sitting next to the beautiful lady full of finesse at Natalie Stephanie with those two eyes. We're live from Rose City Sound Studios in the beautiful Inland Empire. And this show was brought to you by and produced by the infamous juice box Bartley. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> we are on this frequency. Please DM us, send us an email on this frequency at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us your topics, your questions, your inquiries. We're here to help. That's what we do. We chop it up all the time. Make sure you share us, like us, get those conversations going on with your family and catch a new episode drop every Wednesday, wherever you listen to your podcast. Drop it like it's hot, y'all. Bye. Boop, 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 boop.